Welcome, everybody. You ever feel like your life is just too complicated? There's too much family drama going on? You don't know who you love sexually and who you're related to? Sometimes it's both. Welcome to the attic. It's Mises Peasies. Okay, so... Hey, welcome to us, the runaway readers. It ran away with our imaginations, our hearts, our sanity, our sanity, our feelings. We got them, and I feel like I was left with a lot of feelings. Uh, yeah, it did not run away with my feelings. It kept them close it, and hard. It, it abandoned their feelings in me, and now I carry all of them. Let's say that we have the the book here, and it's like. Uh, like just having a step back again, oh, like a no. through the windy. This this <sighs> picture of as we can see the growth. She has short hair because she hacked it off. Right, uh, Brookie Poo. Um, this this imagining of the two he's. Yeah, what room are they in? I'm so confused by this. It. I don't think it exactly matters. I, it kind of does because they were talking about how their rooms were like. It's one of the great rooms, like a one of <laughs> yeah, the parlors. I don't know, but. We have little Janet in her, in a spell. We'll get there. Brown-haired Crystal? Yeah. Not, with no glasses. Not really, yeah. With no fucking glasses. No glasses, no. Um, it was noted, and I noted it, that Louise was said to have an ample bosom. And, like, did she have, like, graying hair? Uh, yeah. This is an ample. She's hiding it's, behind her husband's arm. It's scramble. <laughs> scramble. So today on the old VCs PCs podcast with me Katie and she Tia, yes she Katie, we are reading Runaways, which is the final book in the Orphans novella series. Um, it's a regular sized boy; it's not a slim boy, and <laughs> love it. Stop love smacking it. the book. It's just so smackable. Good. Yeah, it's so good to have. I know. I know. Instead of the one hundred and fifty pagers. Even mm. though it was like a big anthology, it just, it, this is how it, look at my hands. I see your hands. It feels good. Yeah. So we're going to read the step back. I sure, we, we sure I am. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Pre-step back title says, the Spellbinding Orphan series concludes in this thrilling new novel from V.C. Andrews. Registered trademark. No. Runaways. All for one and one for all was the girl's motto. Girls' motto. It's not, though. Okay. I mean, it's not their motto. It's not, officially. I mean, they didn't make it up. <laughs> In the Grim Foster home for orphans written by Louise and Gordon Tui, at least Brooke, Crystal, Raven, and Butterfly had each other, calling themselves, quote-unquote, sisters. Together, they could forget the past and dream of a new one. A new chance. A real home. Then they discovered a secret even more haunting than Gordon's heavy boots pounding on the wooden floors. <laughs> what? What? More what? haunting than his boots pounding? <gasps> pounding? Their, their fragile hopes of a better life shattered. They escaped the only way they could. Soon they were runaways in a borrowed car, desperately wishing to wake up one morning in a place of sunshine and love. Okay. Raven hoped to be okay. a singer. Yep. Butterfly wanted to be a dancer. Dance, yeah. Crystal planned for college, and Brooke privately hoped to find her mother in California. Why? We don't know. 
On Thank the open, you. On the open road, the chains of sadness that had bound them seemed to melt away. Okay. And the kindness of strangers made a secure future seem almost real. Okay. But the highway was a dangerous place, and soon they were penniless and more vulnerable than ever. Alone under the wide western sky, they had only each other to ask if they should give up their dreams. Or if they were really halfway to a haven of safety and happiness. I definitely wonder who wrote that. <laughs> so is, I want is someone else writing these and not Niederman? That's hilarious to me as an idea. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Will someone Google for us? Yeah, I mean it must be an ad person. They have like the Google AdWords in here. Hmm. Anyway. Okay. So, so um, here yeah. we mm-hmm. go. Yep. Diving into the orphan. Lakewood newbies are called unborn. Ugh, I hate it. Yeah, that's pretty gross. That's weird. Yeah, so so we're, we're in Brooks POV yep. for for this one. Um, I, you know, kind of assumed at the beginning that it was going to trade off POVs. Oh, so yes, yeah. much like uh, Jornatha and Bartholomew. Right, have we even had... I think that's been the only switcher. Yeah. That's been the only switch hitter. Switcher. Um, yep. Yeah, so... So they're unborn. It's Brooks POV. It stays Brooks POV. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Unborn. Um, it's it reminded me of that 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 little bit about there's like an opening bleh, where Brook and Raven and there's like the unborn newbies and they're like having feelings in the next room. It reminded me of that that scene in Shawshank Redemption and they're like new fish. I haven't seen that, but I you haven't it. seen Shawshank Redemption. It's on TBS in USA. It was on there 24-7 when we were trials. I know, I just didn't see it. I just, you know... Anyway, I'll show, I'll show you that later. Um, uh, yep. We we come across, for one second, and that's it, A another orphan called Potsy Phillips. Yep. Who's one of the orphans who made a habit of picking on each and every new kid. Um, that's a fun name. And he said, uh, the, these unborns had no father. They were alone with their dis mother for days before anyone noticed. Let's make fun of them. Yeah, I don't um, know. Potsy, um, you read as a male name. Did I say that? You said he. Oh, I have no idea, okay, actually. exactly. Yeah. How Just, gender that's neutral. That's fine. Yeah, very gender neutral name of Potsy Phillips. <laughs> if you need a new name, go for Potsy Phillips. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Noted, Louise has a smile like the Jokers and Gordon's boots fall like sledgehammers. Yeah, they are clumpy boots. We, we you know, we can't really have boots on a man that aren't cl- that clumpy, aren't clunky. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, hauntingly so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, so we got the kind of setup here we have at the orphanage is a demerit system, Spartan rooms noted specifically, no music players. No, no, no music players. There's um, there's no windows. Or sorry, two windows. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no curtains. Okay. Um, and uh, the uh, the wallpaper is like they. It's Describe shitty. it. We were told they were once buttercup yellow, and the wallpaper was the color of fresh milk, with circles as vi- <laughs> vibrant as newly bloomed violets. Now the walls were a bruised gray of two-week-old hard-boiled eggs, mm. and the circles mo- looked more like dead violets, faded and dried and stuck in someone's book of memories. I feel like that's in now. Grayish. Grayish. I like yeah. a grayish. But, like, two-week-old hard-boiled egg is not something I want to see on, like, the... Uh, the paint sample. Can we hard boil an egg? We'll set it out for two weeks and see what the color is. Yeah, you know what? It might be great. Could be grayish. Could it be great? Great. Great. Yep. Ugh. So, 
You don't go near the lake. The rumor is if you get caught by the lake a second time, you get pickle jarred. Yep, you just uh, pickle barreled. So, like, I'm sorry. You don't get cut up in too many pieces and get put into pickle jars. You get shoved, you get in, a shoved barrel, in a barrel uh, where you stay all day for a couple of days, I and think. Do your business. And you, and they like drop food through the hole or something into your mouth. I hope it's pickle size. And then, <laughs> and then they roll you down a hill before they take you out. That um, sounds factual. Also, I, I, I guess I missed in the other, the four mini boys that, um, Louise's folks had owned Lakewood House. Like, I thought that they just bought it and oh. said that it used to be a resort. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. I know, but okay. I, they're just talking about, like, oh, when my parents ran, ran this, and my brain went, I thought you guys just, like, bought it, and you're like, yeah, this used to be a thing. I mean, I don't know, it doesn't matter. I mean, it definitely could have been said that previous, and you think Niederman cares what he wrote? No. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it was noted Crystal, smart enough to become president someday if women could ever become president. What? If we could. If if only. Um, oh my god. Janet, by the by, I do refuse to call her Butterfly. I'll call her Butterfly. Janet goes into catatonic trances because according to Crystal, she is trying to return to the womb. I feel like that kind of tracks, right? For going into like I a... Guess. I guess. I don't know though. Like, I don't... All of a sudden it's just... Janet I has mean, like medical events. Yes. And it's, it's very interesting um, because... I don't know, they kind of like, fragile. the first one kind of seemed like it was out of nowhere, like these do happen a couple of times in the book, but the other ones are kind of just triggered by events, it seems like, where we start off with one and it's just like Raven, Raven, Crystal, we need to join Crystal, Crystal being like, it's Janet again, she's doing it, she's, she's doing it, so they have to join, jo- join, uh, which means that they, they put all their heads together and Chant. you do a chanting, and then Butterfly Janet goes, hey, she, comes, hey she, just comes, she just comes out of it. She, her eyes, Butterfly's mm. eyes flutter open, and she like comes butterfly. back. Wings. Um, Wings. And then we find out, finally, that Crystal has brown hair, like, also in these beginning. Just throw it aside. Yeah, it's um, just like we didn't know anything except for that she had glasses, and then we found out that she had thick glasses and beady eyes. Um, this won't go to sleep if you want to use mine. I'm sure. It's yours, it's yours notes, too. Um, <laughs> she's like petrified wood. Yeah. Um, so, m- the next thing I, I was kind of wondering, because Brooke's story is references having happened years ago, mm-hmm. and I don't know anyone's ages. We do later learn, but for now, I'm going to let you be suspended as I was. Yeah, same, until like Because they so were like, oh, years ago. I, ha- honk? Um... I also found it interesting that Raven told the others her placement had something to do with her cousin Jennifer, but, like, not the horrifying physical abuse. Well, when there's when there's all the um, the little backstory bits, mm-hmm. like, because, you know, Brooke, as, as uh, our POV, um, kind of, like, sums up people's stories, but I think it's purposely stuff is left out. So that you might, like, a reader picking this one up might go, oh. Oh, who's Jennifer? Let me read it. Yeah, like, oh, I should read. It seems like there's mysteries, like, because all okay. of them had information that was left out. Okay, great. Like, for with Butterfly, for with Butterfly, she, it doesn't explain, like, that she had to dance until she was going to die and her mm-hmm. adoptive mom was, like, running her wheelchair into the wall yep. and, like, 
there's a lot of stuff that, that they left out, big details. Um, something that cracked me up. I cannot. I can't. I can't. Okay. So, apparently, sometimes as a treat, um, the kids are rewarded with a... <laughs> uh, they get to watch Gordon chop down a tree. And it's noted he's chopped down the tree with an axe. Not another object. You cannot chop down a tree. What else do you... What else cuts down trees? Chainsaws. Yeah. Do, do they chop down trees? No, they do not. Yeah, That's I would, cutting say, down I would say cut. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. A um, saw? Not chop. Okay. Right. There's no other, like... Tool. D- yeah. Axe is the chopping tool. Like... I'm gonna have to... I'm gonna have to chew on this chop. I just started laughing. <laughs> at, I know that it's silly... Speaking of but Gordon, you know. what I enjoyed was warm affection was contraband with Gordon. That was like yeah. a nice little a nice little mm-hmm. way of telling us whomst Gordon was. Um, Raven, uh, there's a lot of talk about who wears lipstick and who doesn't. Yeah, yep. Which I found very interesting. It was like a full paragraph. Yeah, and like a full paragraph. It's like sometimes, sometimes with these outfits, not those outfits. It was very interesting. You uh, you felt that uh, Selena's joke? She was gonna be the next Selena. So they're really, I feel like they're really, like, leaning into Raven being Latina. And, like, that's fine, but, like, that really wasn't... That wasn't much of her... I mean, okay, it it was in the sense that others were like, you are not a pure white lady. Yeah, but they... But she she didn't identify that way. Yeah, it was just weird, like, all of a sudden... Hey, maybe she went on, like, kind of, like, a heritage kind of vibe. I'm just picturing her wearing brown lipstick now. I mean, I love, you know I love that. I know. So she, um, I didn't, I don't know. Did they mention all Raven singing in Raven's book? Okay. Nope. So we're talking about that, and then Raven's like, I'm going to be the next Selena, and I really thought that was too soon, especially since this is, like, not many years after that happened. Like, let her family mourn, Raven, before you come muscling in there. Uh, um, speaking of the gals, uh, Dr. Crystal love internet. She always on internet. Oh Raven, gosh, Raven internet. will marry rich because she's the next Selena. But girl, if you are the next Selena, you will get the rich. You don't you'll, need no man. You'll get murdered by your um, assistant. So we will talk about Meg. All I wrote down about Meg was sneaky Meg's always trying to get in with the orphan tears, as they call themselves. Yeah, um, <laughs> Meg was... 15, okay. tall and gangly, mm-hmm. with braces that looked like car bumpers on her teeth. Oof. Crystal said she could be the daughter of Ichabod Crane from Sleepy Hollow. She read the description from him of him and said he had a neck so long and a nose so long, he looked like someone had perched a weather vane on his shoulders. <laughs> so she sucks. Um, we have and, the- of course, she's mean because she's also not pretty. Yes. Yep. I mean, duh. And the, the chat, this is at, like, the Eaton Times, the Eaton Time chat, is there a perspective, parents for Janet coming? They, mm-hmm. There's a bit about how they're allowed to go outside and do a picnic, I don't fucking know, but they're all outside, and that is when I jotted down that they are the archetypes. Smart, sporty, sexy, and baby. Mm-hmm. So we have, we, and it was very much, because I feel like at that point, Brooke was like, here we are, baby Janet, and yeah. smart crystal, and <laughs> sexy Latina raven, and uh, Does that mean I'm, ginger spice is smart Smart spice? That's sexy spice. No, posh spice is sexy spice. Ginger was sexy, posh was posh. 
I don't know. Mm. We'll figure. We'll figure it out. We'll Google it later. <laughs> Excuse um, me. But Louise does a sabotage on Janet's prospective parents. Yeah, we. F- oh, was a brook like just happened to be like, you know, walking, walking the by, house. and she was like, "Oh my god, they're talking!" And she wanted to eavesdrop because she wanted to like give Janet good news, and she was just interested. You know, her friend might be getting adopted. The, the thing went well. The thing, the interview, the orphan view. Yep. Um, the viewing of the orphan. The viewing of the orphan. But um, she hears Louise kind of just like. She was like, this kid's fucked up. Talk, yeah, talking shit, saying, oh, yeah, I didn't tell you all about her, though. She's got episodes, and I have to call the ambulance, and she's very delicate. Um, like, do you think that she's having these people show up just to, like, to, show she's, to, to try to show that she's trying? Yeah. But it's just so, it's so fucky. For the, for the viewer at home, Tia just made a face at the cocktail she made. Well, I, yeah. Well, mine I did different. I you want to taste mine? Nope. Why? I'm good with this. I know, but you want to taste why, why I like this one better. Did you bring the cherries? No, I didn't bring the fucking cherries. I can go get them. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, this is a lot more subtle. Yeah. But I don't need that. Yeah, I know. I, I can know just that. get hit true. with a garbage truck full of flavor in the mouth. Yeah. Anyway, um, here we do. And thus, thus, the the birthing of the idea to run away because if they stay at this house no one's ever gonna get adopted yeah it's crazy they they find out or i think crystal's like yeah uh, i mean if you're if you have foster kids the state gives you money and Fact. so and the older they foster kids get the more money you get from the state i just didn't read louise as someone who would be sabotaging because like i don't feel like that tracks with the rest of it I, I think that Louise wants family childs. I and maybe Gordon wants the money. I know, but, like, I would, like, I don't know. I just feel like that should have been, like, Gordon having that conversation. Because Louise seems... No, Louise to, wants to keep them all. No, I know, but she doesn't seem like she would be, like, shady like that. Um, like, just, like, that kind of dishonest. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, so, Ooh. the idea to run away is birthed. Yeah, um, just want to mention, though, um, the uh, breakfast. Apparently, they have a old bread and subpar oh. meat grade. Like, the cook lady there, Grandma yeah, Nana. Gra- <laughs> Grandma Nana, who n- neither of us made a note about. No. Nope. There was a lot of talk about, like... Gra- Grandma Nana. <laughs> Grandma, Irish Grandma Nana, who was a lovely lilting lass who would do have a, has a comfy bosom and a flowery <laughs> eyeball, and that's what, that's what she is. Um... And I guess she, like, someone heard her confront Gordon once that he's getting, like, sub subpar meat grades and, like, old bread. Like, he's not... Great s- fuck it, meat. He's not spending the money that he's being given yes. on the children that he's being given for... To, for to give. For to, get, for yep. to use on the children. Um, and uh, Gordon came into breakfast looking like a reject pirate. <clears throat> like, talking about a uh, white long-sleeve shirt with sleeves rolled up past his bulging forearms. On his right arm was a tattoo of a shark. Something he had gotten when he had been in the Navy. This might come back later if we had to tie a knot. Oh, my God. Wow. wow. Fuck. And then I was wondering why the fuck would he be wearing a white shirt of all colors? It's like, it's like a puffy shirt vibe. No, I'm just saying, like, Gordon. Isn't that a white shirt, man? He's a flannel guy. He is. He's gonna he ch- is. He's going to chop down a tree with a chainsaw wearing a white shirt. From Levinsky's. From Levinsky's. From Laverdiers. From Laverdiers. Um, so there is there's talk about dating, 
Raven goes on a date and it's permitted after the age of 16. And then I ask myself, are all are they all 16 plus? Is Janet the same age or younger? I cannot tell. I cannot tell because we'll get into that later. Mm. Um, there's a lot of mentions of Crystal's glasses here. Raven uses, she says she uses sexiness to feel powerful, but worries about turning out like her mother. And quote from Raven, it's not going to be me, but I'm not ashamed to be sexy, which is a duality of the woman, I believe. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, she went on a date um, with a usually harmless Gary, who they note is like more like a, just a friend. And then he turned into like an octopus boy. Octopus. Octopus. Octopus Prime. An octopus man. Octopus Prime. During this. And um, he honked a her prime. Yeah. <laughs> and Raven was like, the, the heck? And he was like, uh, yeah, other boys told me things about you. And she's like, yes, I'm saying sad, poignant things about my mother. Yes. Uh, let's get to the hidden cigarettes. Yeah. Someone. So there's, there's a kerfuffle. There's hidden cigarettes. Louise and- comes just bursting into Raven and, and Janet's room. Okay. That's how it started. She's like, hey, you guys, what are you doing? And they're like, fucking studying? I don't know. I don't know. What do you mean? Let me kick the, kick the door in. What are you doing? She's like, how dare you be smoking in here? I'm like, do you fucking see smoke? Does it smell like smoke? What are you talking about? And so she goes on a tear. On a tear. Looking for the smokes. And they are in Crystal and Janet's room. It's in the Crystal's bookcase. Dr. Crystal. <laughs> Dr. Crystal's like, um, I'm Dr. Crystal and I would not smoke. They are bad for your lungs. Um, all, so this is a quote. All sorts of rage erupted inside Gordon Tuhi because of the smokes. Mm-hmm. He was enraged. Um, so they got like fucking demerits and they can't leave the room. What the fuck ever the punishment is. Yeah, the, you get to, you just Irrelevant. Get, like, stuck um, in your tiny room. They're not allowed to like hang things on the walls like... So, I guess being in a room, like, really sucks extra. No Nintendos. No so Nintendos. Um, well, well it, was, it was done by Meg, they know, because she's always trying to get in with the orphan tears. Why don't you, why don't you tell? Mm. So you tell about the revengeance, and I will tell you my note on the revengeance. Sure. Um, so... <sighs> so Raven steals a Polaroid camera belonging to some other poor girls there being her last three... Some more three. fucking orphan. Last three photos. Like, she's saving her last three photos on her Polaroid picture. And Raven's like, I got this. Let me What an this. inconsequential detail. It, it just... Like, that made it so sad for me. They're like, ha, funny. Ah. Like, we got this plan. And it's like, what about... She has three pictures left. She was saving them for something special. She's an orphan. It's one of her only possessions that she's not even allowed to touch. It's with all the CD players in the boomboxes. I'm sorry, yes. It is in the treasure closet. Yeah. That's why he's a pirate. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Um, And so, yeah, because Raven's like, I got this somewhere. So she and Brooke bust in on Meg taking a shower and uh, snap what is called an all-frontal pick. So... Not okay. Yeah, I wrote, this is very not okay. And then I noted, this just seems a bit extreme for cigarette demerits. Well, I think that they are really fed up with how Meg is always trying to get them in trouble and, like, being shitty. This is prison style. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you gotta fight back harder, I guess. Um, Well, that's the thing, though. If they, like, they have something that she can't, like, you know, be Steal their friendship. No, no, no. Nope. I meant more like, <laughs> they have this blackmail, like, they can't, like, rough her up, because then she'd be like, look, they roughed me up, but she's, like, too embarrassed to be like, they have a, they have an all frontal of me. They have an all frontal. All frontal. 
Um, so they decide they're gonna head to California where all of our dreams can come true. Densa, singer, doctor. Yeah, in in California. Maybe she wants, she's gonna become a... You know, it's interesting because Crystal, we're like, she's like a doctor, but you're like, doctor, psychologist, doctor, psychologist, like, is she gonna, like, operate on people and, like, shrink, shrink, head shrink them at the same time? She wants it all. Mm. Um, so... If you want it now. Gordon does a bath time touch on Crystal, so now she's ready. Because mm-hmm. Dr. Crystal was like, I don't know, you guys. But then she gets a touch on Ugh. by Gordo. He asks about her ripe apples. Let's see how ripe those apples are. That's fucking gross. Um, that is fucking that gross. That is fucking gross. And he also did a peep on Raven, she admits. Yeah, randomly. I don't know. I feel like the Raven that we read about would have mentioned that immediately. I don't know. This isn't the Raven we know. This isn't the Raven we know, but apparently... She's also an amazing singer that was never yeah. mentioned. Uh, it's like Needs was like, oh, shit, I didn't give her... A thing. ...a talent at all. No. Besides. Just racism and physical abuse. Yeah. Great. Thank, great. Thanks. That was, a, that was a rough one. Um, so they're like, all right, here we go. We're going to plan it up. We're going we're gonna to do our plan. And then there's, a, there's like a mystery man meeting Gordon outside. Mm-hmm. Re- remember that. It might come back later. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were just really teasing out the reveal of the plan. Yeah, which was bare. Uh, yeah, there was there was basically like no plan, but it was just like so. So Brooke would be like, "All right, we're gonna do this. You do that, and then we'll know the plan." And they're like, "You have a fucking plan?" And she's like, "Oh, I have a plan." Don't, yeah, it was. Don't fucking worry about the plan because I have one. And I know. Were why like, not All discuss right. it as, while they're discussing the prep work? It's just so like we're gonna run away. I have a plan. Let's not discuss it for three days. Like, it, it, it was, was like a long weekend. It was weird. Um, that was a weird choice. So, so there's a lot of pointless details about the prep. They were like, all right, we spent the afternoon getting our money, and the banker was like this, and it was like that, and then we decided to do this and walk to the town and do this. But no details about what they bought no. or, like, anything else. No, there was just a plan to, like... Um, pack, like, just sneak a bunch of food from the kitchen and, like, pack everything. In pillowcases. In pillowcases, so that way they could also use the pillowcases to sleep, to sleep in, but yeah. Because Brooke's plan is just to steal Gordon's car. Yep. We could sleep in the back. It's a station wagon of type. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, they have, I'm sorry, they have, well, they were permitted to take jobs, so they have little savings accounts mm-hmm, that they cleaned mm-hmm. out. Um. I think some of them had money, too, from stuff, you know. I feel like, didn't Janet like have a bunch of money from her? What's his face? Yeah. Stanford. Didn't he give her like a yeah. secret allowance? Yeah, whatever. Oh. There's, uh, Brooke at one point says, my gang was walking down the street. <laughs> yep. So the, the other girls are like, kind of like, what? We're not going to fucking steal a car. Are you crazy? And she's like, yeah, well, we're just going to do it. Yeah, and then, at least until we find like a bus station or something, make another plan. And they're just pretty much just like, I don't know about this anymore. And then Crystal's like, wait a minute, I have an idea. Let me use internet. Well, because she's got maps. She's got maps. She got, she got them for MapQuest. No, pre-MapQuest. She has maps. Like, they fold out forever. They have a thousand creases. Those maps. She references, like, AAA doing triptychs. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, so they're talking about, like, well, Gordon will follow us. And then Crystal has this brilliant idea. This is a good one. Actually, let's plan out a different route. Like, we're going to go to Florida. Like, a couple fake ones. And we'll, like, accidentally leave it behind. And then he'll go on a wild goose chase. And we'll be able to get farther away. And then everyone feels like, all right, cool, yeah, we'll do that. You noted that Raven's a good student now. 
I didn't really... If, if I didn't catch that, I was like, give us a fuck. Um, let's see. So, so it's the evening that they're going to go. And it's the creakiest hallway you could ever imagine. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and Brooke's job is to get the keys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she doesn't... She gets too scared. But she, she looks back and there's little Janet and she must get them for Butterfly. Now, my question to you... How is this room set up? I have no idea. Louise gets up to go to the bathroom but never sees Brooke. Is it like a it, sitting room? It says there's like, like a vestibule. Like Let me I try am to find confused it. as fuck about this it was bedroom. so weird. Sometimes you can piece it together for me. I, but um, not today. Okay, hold on. Ugh. Yeah, what? Mm. Okay. Okay. I've been in their bedroom a half dozen times for one reason or another, sometimes bringing something up for Louise. I knew that the door opened to a little entryway. Around the corner to the left was their bedroom. Uh-huh. But she With still... two large windows that faced the lake, there was a large closet left of that. On the right were their dressers, and in the corner, the entrance to their bathroom. She's, so she supposedly just like went into the shadows. Yeah, so, so it crosses the entry sitting room. No? No, 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 no. Confusion. Okay, so I think that it's... Sketch it out. Okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. I'm going to pause this. It's confusing. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be back. Uh, what did you press? Oh, pause. pause. Hello? Okay. Now we're back. We're back. Uh, sure. Anyway. I tried. Brooke also takes the gas... Hold on. I'm deducing that the or the entryway where Brooke is, um, Louise would not have seen from the bathroom. What, on her way to or from the bathroom. Okay. So she also takes the gas card. Like, has she never seen Home Alone 2? They can track that. (laughs) Yeah, she reaches into the keys, and then she's like, what else is this? Ooh. And she grabs the the gas. There's just a gas credit card. Yeah, a gas card. Um, Megan sees them as they leave, and the phony map is placed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, like, accidentally drop accidentally drop it as they like yes hustle away which is actually perfect because then meg like it absolutely is, it's not like they just like left it like open on a desk mm-hmm. it's like meg was like oh they dropped it by accident mm-hmm. like that was good um noted janet on her toes to the house like a dancier can, L-O-L. can i ask you something yeah did you get the impression at all that Janet actually wanted to dance? In the first book, no. Do you have any idea why... That's her thing now? That's her thing now? Because that Trauma? was her thing? I know, yeah. But, like... You you're, gonna, you're gonna write a whole new personality? That's fucking work. No, me. you don't have to, because Brooke was made... Try to do pageantry, and she was like, nah, I like sports. Butterfly, I don't know what she wanted to do, but, like... You'd think that when she went to the place, but I guess she was also wearing her tutus. Remember, it was like when Crystal came in. She was all tutued up. She was like on her bed, like yeah, shaped like an egg in a tutu. Wow. Uh, so they get to the Gordon's car. Um, open wine in the car. Nice, Gordon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, you don't even have a license. And she's like, I got the highest marks in driver's ed. But like, why come she don't have her license if she got the highest marks? Um, maybe, like, maybe they had to have, like, driving hours like we do, and Gordon didn't do it. Maybe she was waiting for her driver's test. Okay, um, I'm wondering about the loudness of the engine. Yeah. 
Thank you. But I also liked this quote. Gordon, his brain soaked in whiskey, lay dumb in his bed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because when, uh, when they're waiting for it to be late enough, Brooke, like, hears him go up to bed or down to bed. I don't know what direction these rooms are. But anyways, she says that he's, it's, he sounds drunky, steppy. Yes. So apparently he wakes up to a light, but not the roaring of a car engine outside his window. Fact. Mm-hmm. Everyone but Brooke falls asleep and she misses the exit. Oh, fuck. Yep. Fuck. Because they decide we are, like, let's stay away from toll booths. We're just going to, like... We're going to take the back We're going to take, like, a route, like, parallel to the main route, but, like... A parallelogram to it. But, and, and Crystal has the map. In the back seat, she's got the map. Okay. Uh, because she has to keep Janet sane. She's Janet's mother, basically. Yeah, whatever. Um, but anyways, yeah, so that's... That's what happened there. Uh, so, yeah, all of a sudden, I guess Brooke was also just, like, kind of daydreaming. And then she's like, oh, Crystal, we're supposed to be going over the George Washington Bridge? And she's like, no! Everyone fell asleep. And then the uh, the lady at the toll booth didn't look at them because they were, like, freaked out. Like, they were like, act cool. Act cool. Act fucking cool for this fucking walking dead zombie at toll booth. They have no idea. Like, they were worried that she was going to be like, what brings you to George Washington Bridge at this time of night? She gives zero fucks. She, yeah. She's a toll lady. Yep. And so then um, Raven's like, oh my God, since we're going to be in New York, can we just see Broadway real quick? Yeah, just cruising I want to see the lights. Yeah. I'm going to stay on Broadway. Okay. Selena. Uh-huh. There was a close call with the popo. Yep. He's like, hey, this is no standing. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I want to see the city at night. And he's like, who are you? And they're like, oh, my auntie. Can you, I found this to be something. Can you read this passage I've highlighted? I just put cherry in my That's mouth. That's fine. It can mm. wait. Swallow. Yeah, I can't believe I missed that. <laughs> Woo! Mm. The three of them, meaning... Raven, um, Crystal, and Janet put their faces to the window and gaped at the Empire State Building and the Twin Towers. All the buildings twinkling. Commercial jet planes seemed close enough to crash into them. This was one to two years before 9-11. Yeah. It... Was Al-Qaeda read this book? Did Al... Was Al-Qaeda read this book? Was Al-Qaeda read this book? (laughs) (laughs) Was Niederman an inside job? Dude, dude, we just cracked it <laughs> wide the fuck open. You heard it here first. Niederman did 9-11. Um, yeah. Is that a, like, could we get arrested for uh, accusing someone with that? I guess only, no. I We have one listener. Please don't call, whoever you are. <laughs> um, rest Stop Motorcycle Club. Oh, you guys. Honk. They, yeah, they stop at a diner off the highway and there's some motorcycle dudes. One of which oh. has piano wire hair. Yeah, apparently they eat twice. Oh. Which was, okay, no, but for real. It, it doesn't make any sense, right? Okay. Wrote, wrote the wrong page numbers. So it's 83, because, like, uh, Brooke went to the bathroom, came back. One of the motorcycle guys was talking to Raven, and it said, Thankfully, the waitress came then with our order, and we settled in to fill our grumbling tummies. As we finished the last hour of food, Crystal asked if we need gas soon. Okay. The waitress served our toast and muffins, and we all started to eat. They just talk about it. Say- so, anyways, mm-hmm. Crystal legit <laughs> takes map advice from this man's. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I fully thought that she. I just- thought she was doing a trickaroo. 
so weird. She's like, just po- she's like, oh, we're going here. Why the fuck would she tell them where? Like, and she's the one being like, be careful, guys. Yeah, and it's just I fully thought that she made something up. So yeah. Excuse so me. basically, they go down like a side dirt road because he's like, oh, this is gonna cut so like much a half out, hour off out your of the time. highway. It's like out of the way. It was Come. so weird. So the bikers stop in front of them. Save 50 miles, it's supposed to. Oh, great, 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 great. Um, yeah, they try to get them on the abandoned road. I say to myself, um, couldn't she just have fucking thrown it in reverse? First of all, but then she just rolls over some motorcycles. Mm-hmm. So I believe that so, like the two of them sort of crisscross and park their bikes in front. And then the other one, Polio or Tony. Polio, I, Polly I know he parked behind. He does somersaults in the air off his bike. Yeah, because, like, Brooke is just like, all right, fuck it, like... I ain't playing. Fine. I guess I'm going to run you over. And it's interesting, because she, like, she's like, oh, I felt the car go over the one of the wheels. Yeah, you just ran over... You, you said that they parked, like, leaning up against the front bumper of the car. Somehow this, is not, this did not flat a tire or two. Maybe right. it caused a slow leak, though. Ah... Uh... Mm. Anyways, it's, I, um, I don't know. Yeah. It's silly. Yeah. It was such a silly two-page. Yes. Everything here is always like, whoa. Okay, we're done. They're like, we need to throw in antics because this is a road trip with girls who Um, They talk about getting food again. For some reason, here's what I noted. Restaurants get expensive. FYI, kids do a grocery store stop every two to three days to save money. Yeah, it's so... Wasteful. Cra- it's wasteful. It's crazy that they stop at restaurants all the time. Because they, like, first of all, they, what food, they haven't eaten any of the food they pack. They don't talk about that at all. Oh. I'm just realizing that right now. They, because they, it's noted that they uh, packed, like, like dried things yeah. and canned Shelf goods. stable items. Yep. Never talk about eating that stuff. You get, every two to three days, you're going to you're gonna get bananas and oranges, have a thick skin, can withhold. Like uh, that fucking uh, molestery van man. Yep. Bread and peanut, peanut butter. butter. Mm-hmm. Be like that guy. Moldy peanut butter bread. Just be like that guy. They go to sleep in the car, who's interrupted by an old man, who encourages them to go up to Nana's. Yep. Gotta go. Go see Nana. Um, and that's he's, all the name we know her by, by the way. Yes. He's Norman. Um, Nana. Can you help me with my description? Jolly St. Nick's stump strength. Yeah. Like, he was, like, strong like a stump? Yep. Okay. Nana is a beautiful crone with expensive jewelry. <laughs> Sorry, what's that? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm such a ding-dong right now. I don't freaking Yeah, I'll just keep talking. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. Crystal? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I found his description, that's all. Okay. Um, he had small clumps of thin white hair around his bald crown and very bushy Santa Claus eyebrows. <laughs> which is not something I feel like we... Is a distinguishing characteristic. Of Santa Claus. Right. Thank you. Okay. Uh, his face was round and jolly, too. It was too dark to make out much more about him, except that he was just an inch or two taller than Raven, who was the tallest of the four of us. We don't know what that How height tall? is, though. We don't, don't know. know. He had long arms with thick forearms and big hands. He was stooped over his shoulders, rising close to the back of his wide neck. I don't... Despite his apparent age, there was still something powerful about him, something that reminded me of an old tree stump, aged pale, but stubborn and strong. That's me. Aged, pale, stubborn, and strong. Uh, Crystal, with these folks, spins a tale of a legit cross-country trip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here we do have it. 
Crystal says she's nearly, no, I'm sorry, Janet says she's nearly 17 but looks 12. Yep. Here we are. Mm-hmm. So they're, lovely, all, they're all 16. Yes. There's a lovely night's sleep at this big old, and a big old heckin' breakfast the next day. And here I'm going to say, my business idea, copyright patent pending. <laughs> it's a B&B, but a soft, comfy grandparents' house. Mm. You get that, like, flannel blanket with a satin hem. <sighs> yes. Ooh. I love her. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Knick- knickknacks galore. Yeah. And, but you have to have, like, the couple running it has to be, like, soft and comfy. Oh, yeah. Great. Um, they also, they sort of dog and pony show that night, too. Like, yes, I don't know what time this a, is. Thank, okay, it's yes. It's crazy, because they fall asleep. This is, you know, like, late spring, so it's not getting dark, like, to ter- like eight? terribly early. They end up dozing off. I'm assuming it's dark enough yeah. to fall asleep. Old man comes and wakes them up. Yada, 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 introduction. And then they do a talent show. And Yeah, and then there's, like, dinner. Like, they go, they eat dinner, and then they start talking about, like, oh, well, yeah, Butterfly can dance, and Raven can sing, and Crystal's gonna make up this weird poem about grandparents. Ah, like, what the fuck? She has to have a talent on display, too. <sighs> uh, not Brooke, because she's sports. Um... So, but she's like, I'll help you mow the lawn tomorrow. <laughs> Which they do. The girls help with yard work and they help with shopping. So they have another night of home cooking and talent show. Mm-hmm. Crystal, who is the smart one, is like, we need to, let's piece the fuck out while they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. My, uh, what harm could one more night be? Um, gum, gum. I mean, not really. Uh, son Jerry's there the next morning. He's a big dude who's big mad. He's a suspicious D-bag. Yeah. He's like, apparently he wants them to move out of their farmhouse so he can sell it and go to a retirement home. But like, no, this couple's lived there for 40 years and been married. They're soft and comfy. And I wouldn't, I will die in this, I will die in this ranch house. That's the farms. dream, though. Yeah, I know. To but, die in your own home. Yeah, yeah. But he's <laughs> the, the American dream. Um, <laughs> have a home to die in. Um, so yeah, Jerry never visits is there now, shocking and surprising. And he's like, ah, these are bad kids, probably prost- whoring around. Where's your bracelet, ma? Where's your bracelet and your watch, ma? And she thinks they're on. She's like, I, I, I don't know, do. they're on my bedside. She better door. fucking race the fuck upstairs. He ran. He was like, they're not there. And um, then Norman was like, oh yeah, I think they actually you put him in the drawer before you started cooking last night. And then she was like, yeah, here's my stuff. He never apologizes to them. No. What a chode. Totally, total chode. And he also says... They, they're sorry. just like, we gotta get out of here. And they just left. I don't... They just fucking left. weird. Um, he also says, there are girls on the loose everywhere. Yeah. Ooh, we got loose girls. We got loose girls. Loose girls running around, too. Oh, man. And here... <sighs> the next the next character... No. We comes across is uh. a hitchhiking young lady girl. Um, they're picking her up, and I'm, I'm sure... I was reading it being, oh, I'm sure this will be fine. This will clearly be fine. Yep. Neither of us, neither of us wish to discuss this this person whose whose name is Sunshine. Mm. Um, a hitchhiking girl wearing shoe boots. Shoe boots. I don't. How can it be both a shoe understand. and a? How is it both a shoe and a boot? I I don't know. I don't know. Okay. A shoe boot. A shibuti too. As we drew closer, we could see that the hitchhiker was a young woman, maybe 17, 18 years old. She wore a short skirt the color of light tee, shoe boots with no socks. 
how and a tie-dye see, tank top. How do you see the sock with the shoe boot? What does this mean? Like, like you would have to be wearing sandals to make sure someone's not wearing socks. Or a very low-top shoe. I mean, now we, we do have a lot of, like, uh, there's been a lot of sock uh, advancements. Yes. yes. But... She, shoe, shoe boots. Basically, she's very alternative. Yeah, I would love to keep reading the description of her if you're interested. Okay, sure. A lime green and white bandana was wrapped around her peach and blue colored hair and her forehead. The faded brown suitcase upon which she had been sitting looked like it had been tossed off out of a speeding train. It was cracked and battered so badly, some of her clothing was actually leaking out. <gasps> this is leaky clothing. Um... She wore only one earring that looked like a thin string of leather with a blue marble on the end. Her small frame, dark blue sunglasses hit her eyes. She wore no makeup, but it looked like she had a patch of tiny blue dots on her left cheek. The tank top was snug and revealed she was braless, despite her full bosom. Nips. She had lean arms with a tattoo of what looked like a sunflower bursting open on her left forearm. Her right hand was covered with metal rings, nothing looking very expensive. Despite the tattoo, the dots, the strange clothes and appearance, she was a pretty girl. Oh. What? Yep. Anyways, that's she's alternative. My note uh, was like I already waver hippie. I already I can't there. Oh yeah. yes, mm-hmm. I just wrote I already can't with this sunshine. Yeah, baby um, raver hippie. Baby, baby raver, raver hippie. hippie hitchhikey. She's a kindred soul with Raven. Immediately, like I, w- Raven is like you're the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen. You're making so cool. And the uh, sunshine's on the street because she had just broken up with her boyfriend Sky. And then, uh, I came up with, like, such a funny phrase. So, like, she pulls out a cigarette. A joint cigarette? She pulls out, like, a cigarette that's kind of loose. And they're like, don't smoke. And she's like, one puff on her. And then, like, they're like, oh, my God, it smells like weed. But I came up, so you know how they call weed the devil's lettuce? When I read that, I was, like, trying to write down, like, you know, that she had a joint. I wrote, oh, no, a devil's burrito. (laughs) And I t- that tickled you. I, I like immediately texted my friend Coburn because he loves burritos and bad word pun play. So he loved that too. He's like, I'm gonna use that. I was like, you Great. So if you have like a fat joint, it's a devil's burrito. You know what? I mean, it can be any sort of. It's not even. It's just a devil's okay. devil's burrito. Anyways, um, they end up telling her the real story. Uh, maybe a bit too much. That happens so often. It'll be like. Something someone quickly said, maybe too quickly, <laughs> always, like so often. And it's usually Crystal. We're fine. She said quickly. It, I could tell by this other person's eyes that I thought maybe, maybe too quickly. Uh, Crystal gets on Sunshine's case about hitchhiking around, but not getting a job, which was very Crystal of her. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're saying, like, how much money they have, that they stole a car, the exact place they ran from. Mm. So they all go to like a diner, and Crystal fucking has a great fucking idea, and is like, "Can we just let's leave her here?" Yeah, totally should have left her there. So many times, Crystal was like, "Yo, we need this is the, the heat's getting hot. <laughs> let's leave this fucking weirdo here and run." Um, Sunshine takes the tip that was left to pay back her portion of breakfast. Yeah, she was like, "Crystal, uh, you pay for this. I'll get you back soon. I gotta go to the bathroom." 
go out to the car. Chris is like, let's fucking go. Like, let's go. There's issues. And they're like, oh, no, no, we got her stuff. They're like, Do fucking put it on the ground. No one's going to steal her shitty suitcase. She's let's go. She's smart. Let's go. Yep. Um, I love that. Yeah, for real. Um, uh, but they didn't. They did not do she that. She gets in and she's like, here's money for my thing. And then Crystal's like. Crystal somehow was um, like, oh, this is the exact five I left. Because she thought that it had a blue dot on Lincoln's face. And she thought it was weird that it was marked. Okay. Um, it's noted that Raven tells Sunshine, quote, unquote, more and more. Um, she has a mysterious credit card for a motel room. That that goes nowhere. Because I was like, is this a stolen credit card? What's going to happen? Well, I thought maybe that it was just, like, a credit card that, like, wasn't going to work. That she knew it wasn't going to work. But, like, was a way to get her to be like, oh, is there anyone else, anywhere else? Any way else I can pay. Mm. Because when like, the guy from the motel, the motel comes guy. out, they were like, she's like, I'll see you later. Like, yeah, he definitely gives a see you later to one of the girls. Yeah, Well, yeah, to, to Sunshine. Okay. So I'm thinking that, like, mm. she got the motel room, like, in exchange for a humpins. Um, Wait, real yep. quick. That, Speaking sorry. of credit cards, yeah, I didn't note the first time, but, like, they use the gas card to get gas at that first place where f- they run into the bikers. A few times. Yeah, but the first place they run into the bikers, because they're like, how are we going to use it? Don't we need his, like, signature? And they're like, no, you just, like... Just put it in. Just put it in one of those things. So, they don't need a PIN number or anything to use a credit card at a... Have you ever used a credit card at a gas station? Yeah. If Sometimes they're like, what's the billing zip? Yeah. Uh, I guess they have, they just need the zip code. Okay. Great. Carry on. Um, hey, can I borrow the car keys... Hey, can I can I borrow the car keys? I just want to get my suitcase. But wompity womp honk, she steals all their money. Yeah. Um, so she's like, "Hey, I'll sleep in this pullout bed. I'm gonna go out for drinks." Yes. See you guys later. And then they wake up and they're like, "Oh, she didn't use the cot, and oh, her suitcase is gone. Great, Fuck amazing, bitch. thank God." And then they're like, "Oh shit." Um, Crystal says it's all Raven's fault and she ain't wrong. Um, no, I, uh, well, also, whomst would have guessed that this she would have stolen the money when she asked specifically, how much money do you have? And they told her they weren't, like, enough. Also, I don't see Crystal as, like, having the money in her purse and leaving her purse thank you. on the floor. Like, she seems like someone who She's would gonna, be, like... She's gonna, like, stick it in her underwear. Yeah, like, put it under the pillow or, like... Something like even if she they didn't have sunshine with her, I feel like Crystal would have protected the money more. I feel like Crystal let us down here. Yeah. Yep. Great. Like we keep getting this idea about Crystal, and then all of a sudden it's like like Crystal's JK LOL. Crystal's gonna think about everything that could go wrong and make sure it doesn't happen. Theft. Yep. Mm-mm. And they're like, I guess we should go back. We have no money. But then they're like, Well, let's te- let's tear up the seats looking for loose change and find some cocaine. Is the cocaine? Yep. yep. Um, it's, a, it's a bunch of blow, and then it's emptied out into the rainy wind. Because I think Raven's like, we should keep this. This is worth a lot of money. And then the other girls like, I oh, fuck no. Ooh, we're not gonna transport this across state lines. Yeah, no. Uh, anymore. <laughs> more, 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 more state lines. <laughs> like we're gonna huck this, and then I don't remember which one of them, if it was Crystal or Brooke, was like, no, 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 no. Hold on though. Like I'm not. We're not just going to put this, like, some kid could find it, like, an animal could chew into That's it. like. right. So they, they shake it out. And then, and then Crystal's like, hold on. And she puts, puts the a bag r- under a rock on the side of the road. nowhere. Yeah. Um, and they're like, we really can't go back now because Gordon will kill us. 
Bam, bam, bam. Yep, so they go on and find a diner. <laughs> and The I, sign says, What? Crossroads restaurant, eat here and get gas. Lol. Because <laughs> Raven said, I hope that isn't a comment on the food. <laughs> ah, so, uh, I have a picture here. I'm guessing yeah. it is the... Yep. Yeah, the uh, description the of the waitress. A tall woman with drab-looking dark brown hair th- that had dull gray strands woven, woven through worked the counter and apparently was the only waitress. Her eyes looked watery, bloodshot, and tired, Sis. which fit her ashen complexion. She wasn't stout, but she had large upper arms. What? She- <laughs> her full bosom strained the tight white blouse, huh? which had the top two buttons undone, oh. divulging a deep cleavage. <laughs> Go deep! I could see it was a sight not missed by her customers, all males. Her black skirt was tight, so tight that her hip bone was embossed on both sides. She paused, put her hands on her waist, and gazed at us. Is she just an upside-down triangle? Like her hip bones are embossed upon the outside of her skirt. Like they're poking out. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't... But she has, like, huge knockers yeah. and, like, big arms. From slanging hash browns? I don't know, but I don't, fantastic. I don't know. She's not stout, but she's got large upper arms. It's so busy that Brooke, who has worked as a waitress, question mark, goes to help. Well, they they order their food, yep. and she's like, oh, this... It's dying in the window! Because <laughs> they have, like, $11.54 or something that they scrounge together from, like, things in the change that yeah. wasn't blow in the car. And so... Brooke places an order, and she was like, that's for all of you guys? And then she was like, yeah. And she was like, how much money do you have, like, enough for this? She's like, that's not what I asked. And so she explained what happened. They got robbed, and she was like, all right, pancake specials for the lot of you. For the lot of you. So it gets busier, and that's why Brooke feels Because it's, it's, it's dying in the window. Compelled to go help. She's like, all right, well, I'll fucking bust some tables. I'll wipe some things down. Like, I can do this. There's no one else here to help. You know, they can now stay at this convenient cottage. Yep. She was like, oh, wow, actually, you did so well today. Why don't you work I, for, I for turn, me for I a couple turn, of weeks? I turned some tables. Why don't you work for a couple of weeks? And uh, then, uh, yeah. Yes. Um, Raven gets see. hard-eyed over a boy Patsy warns is a wild one. Yeah, she has a reaction to a troubled man's. <laughs> um, Danny, her son, is 19 of the shredded Grateful Dead sweatshirt. Oh, yeah, I have his description, too. <laughs> He's disrespectful to Patsy, and Ew. Brooke gives him the sass. God. He had a cottage party, and he, they have to, like, go fucking clean it up. <laughs> Long-haired boy of about 19, slumped over a steaming cup of coffee. He wore a Grateful Dead sweatshirt that looked as if it had been as if it had died and been resurrected because it was so shredded and faded and a pair of jeans and dirty sneakers with no socks. Apparently, if you're a bad person, you are bad. Socks, that's a new one. Uh, he, he had a soft mouth with a lower lip that appeared swollen and a small cut in his chin. He had Patsy's nose a little broader at the bridge, but his ears were larger and came more to a point at the tops. Great. Danny wasn't fat or physically impressive, but he did have the beginnings of a beer belly. Mm. There was no question he couldn't win any contests unless it was a contest to see to choose the least hygienic looking man under 25. <laughs> Ouch. Oozing. Oh, that's freaking funny. Yeah, he uh, is a dickhole to Patsy and Brooke sasses him. Um, I want to note in the record of time, I do approve of the roles of all the orphans. Mm-hmm. So Brooke and Raven are yep. servers. Um, Crystal of the Smorts does the cash register mm-hmm. and Janet buses tables. 
just worried she's she delicate. can't. I'm just worried she can't lift that much. Bus buckets can get heavy. She's fucking delicate. I know. She's carrying one glass at a time. I know. Raven flirts it up to get the tips. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, especially with uh, ta- the, this guy, Taylor. 25-year-old man known as the Love Dozer. The Love Dozer. And uh, yeah, she goes on a date with uh, Taylor Cummings on everything. Ah. And it's fine. For now. For now. He just met her, but he likes her. For and not just her. Not her looks. She, he's different than other boys. He sees her. Yeah. He doesn't just see her. He sees her. <laughs> um, here's here's what I wrote now, friend. Janet has the measles. Okay, it's a very tense two pages. But then her favorite breaks. Yeah, she's fine. It's it was a very fucking tense two pages. They're like, what are we gonna say? Where do we go? What are we what gonna do we say to Patsy? What are we gonna do? Do we hospital? A like, Dr. Crystal uh, assumes it's like uh, no. We'll just pretend like she was kind of coming down with something, and it's we'll a cold. just say it's a cold. Like it, just a lot. Taylor Dozer is V special to Raven. Yep, they go on another date. Yep. The uh, end. And then Patsy's like, next day's payday. I need all your social security cards and, and numbers and addresses. They were like, aren't we getting paid under the table? And she was like, fucking why? Yeah. Uh, and I'm wondering, why did Patsy not ask for these things when she hired them? And also, this payday makes no sense. They've only been there a few days. I mean, maybe they were at the end of the pay period. They just started. You get paid the next week. All right, all right. Like, what... They were, uh, like they, this was like their third day there. Okay. Why are you so mad about it? I just, you know, I'm not mad about it. Also, I was wondering uh, if an orphan could have a social security number. Don't you have to have a last name? And then um, I looked it up actually the oh. process, and the uh, orphanage would sort apply. of apply could apply Ooh. for it for them. You do learn something new every day. I know. I actually looked it up because I was like, "Don't you have to have a last name?" And I was like, oh, "I'll just actually look this up right now." I think I just wrote blah, blah, blah. Why does everyone ask Raven about promises? I, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, Danny and his friends are cottage shower peepers. Mm-hmm. Brooke notices, like, you know, heads looking over the windowsill. She's trying to take a shower. Danny is surprised he gets a knee to the junk while trying to sexually assault someone. Mm-hmm. And also, by the way, we the reader are treated to, like, a very long story about how Brooke did the <laughs> same maneuver to a boy in ninth grade just to lead up to this knee crotch. That's funny because we both wrote need him in the junk. Oh. Yeah, your knees were in the junk. That's it. Uh oh, Taylor doesn't pick Raven up like he said he was going to, and we learned that he is literally Taylor coming on everything. He cummed inside of her. Yep, and uh, she's probably fine and not pregnant because when when is her period due? It's like two or three days. Huh? Yeah, is that that's not that's definitely not the most fucking fertile time. Yeah, definitely not one of the most. Yeah, I mean, people, authors and writers, they ask people things. I know you're a man-eater man. That's the, your most fertile time. The egg is ready to be fertilized. It's looking for a sperms. A sperm. A singular boy is sperm. Uh, so, I just, so, you know, we, we have all this talk about Raven being like, I ain't gonna let no man take advantage of me. It immediately does. Yeah, and it's like, well... Everyone who actually knows this guy is saying he's kind of a creep. And she's like, no. And then she, like, has sex with him, like, the second day she knows him? Raw. That's crazy. Like, that just, again, it's something that doesn't track with the rest of, like, the character. And, spoiler alert, it don't happen, but I was ready for her to be knocked out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yep. Dr. They, they don't even really, like... Like, well, there's something later where it's like, oh, someone's going to the drugstore, drug and it's like, I looked at Raven, do you need anything? 
She yeah, said no. Yeah, was that a pregnancy test? I, I know, waiting. like, tampons? Like, what? She needed not, like, is, did she actually get pregnant? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Did, uh, anyways. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And Dr. Crystal should have known this. Uh-huh. Thank you. Um, there's bank deposit shenanigans. Oh, my God, yes. Because Patsy's like, I'm having the best week ever. I could retire after this week. And then she's like, let me go to get the deposit. And then she's like, oh, my God, there's no deposit. Where's my deposit bag? We know Danny took Danny took it and tried to frame the blah 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 blah. He hid it under the girl's couch. Uh, blah 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 blah. But Patsy can't accuse him, but she kind of believes him. She doesn't know what to believe, and she's like, "Just take. Here's the money you earned. Peace." Yeah, she's like, "I, I believe you didn't steal it, but like, he, I don't know. She just like is worried about him not loving her, even though he doesn't. And then Crystal does a head shrink and is like, "It's because his father died, and instead he knows he can't be." A man, so he's acting out in this other way. But, like, no resolution to yep. be, like... Like, I was, like, ready for a breakthrough there. Like, you know, Patsy being like, I talked to him, and I was just like, you don't have to replace your father. You're you're wonderful you are, my son. And now they have a relationship. No, nope. he's just a scummy douchebag yep. who stole their money. Anyways. Yep. I'm just... At least they got the money they earned, is what I said. And then it was definitely time to move on, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just getting too comfortable. We didn't... There's a lot happening in this book. Um, there is a lot. Which... Okay, there's a lot happening, and but Crystal, they like Patsy. They get to know that everyone, they're getting comfy, and their lives are getting a little bit, like, convoluted and, like, fucked up, and they contradict a little bit. So it was definitely time to move on, but... And it's been four days, I think. Also, mm. every time they got into a shenanigan, I was like, oh, like, I forget what I'm reading, mm-hmm. but then I was like, well, what the fuck did I expect? <laughs> I checked myself before I wrecked myself, because, like... This would be a great TV series. Every episode, do you, like this, this whole diner is like a three episode boy. You know, a you know half hour show. Um, Twenty two minutes with commercials. I feel like it used to be longer. Um, grumpy roadsters. Uh, Crystal finally brings up that the gas card could be tracked. Thanks, Crystal. Yeah. There's, I th- yeah, I think. Well, mm, it was mentioned at one point, like. He'll know where they stopped once he gets the, uh, like, he might not notice it's gone until he gets the statement in the yeah. mail. All right. Also, they don't have, like, apps for that. Like, how's he going to know where it's getting used? Like, he's not going to get an email. Like, fair, fair, fair. I don't know. It's like, yeah, but still, yeah. 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 They, uh, they have a, a car trouble about a, a mile away from the handsomest mechanic ever. Oh, he's a honk named Todd. Fucking A, the cheekbones, the square jaw, the even tan. And sidebar, what is it with the even tan? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It makes you look robust. Okay. It makes you look active. There you go. Healthy. Nary a pale patch. Yeah, like, oh, Not, you... not, not a farmer's tan. No. Ew. No. Ew. No. Um, he doth make Brooke tingle. Yep. And his name is Todd Mayton. Todd Mayton. He's Mayton. He's ma- maintenancing. Ah. He's maintenancing. Um, so Brooke goes with him to a junkyard. He like just drags their car like back. Yes. Back to the, he's garage. like, all right. Um, and then he's like, hey, why don't, why don't you come, come with, with me, me to the fucking junkyard? And Raven's like, hey, hey, you better watch out for boys like you told me. And Brooke's like, it's fine. It's not like I'm tingling. It's, I, it's like he like sees me. <laughs> He says I have the cutest nose. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Helen's father has a bad leg due to, to the diabetes and spends his days in the bottle. So let's have some trauma bonding. Yep, 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 yep. yep. That was nice. Yada, yada, yada. The next screenshot I have, which I'm sure you'd love to read, is uh, the description of the B&B lady. Yeah, the girls, they book a room for the night they at the b They book a room for the Woodside. night because Todd's you know, like, I'll take care of this. I'm a good man's. I'm the handsomest good man's. He was like, Brooke, maybe I'll come pick you up later. He's going to help me. Because, like, she was able to, like, spring the hood of the car. She could hit the button to yeah. open the hood. So she knows what's up. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God, do you want a job You're basically me? a mechanic. Do you want to come do this with me? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps Mrs. because Slater. I, maybe because I was very hungry, I saw Mrs. Slater in terms of food. She wasn't more than two or three inches taller than Butterfly. Again, we don't know how, we don't tall, know how tall that is. And as plump as a stuffed Thanksgiving turkey. Mm. Her jowls shook like jello when she mm. walked, or waddled along, I should mm. say. Her hair was milk white with a hairpin the color of dark chocolate holding her bun tightly <laughs> against the back <laughs> of her head. Her eyes were almost mint green, bright and friendly, grandmother's eyes, as Butterfly would say. When did she say that? She, um, would, she would say it. <laughs> she, mm, she had arms that reminded me of large rye breads. <laughs> And fingers that looked like fresh dough, one of which trapped a marriage ring in the folds between her knuckles and hands. <laughs> you know, I feel like knuckles is inherently a dirty word. Hmm. I, knuckle is fine for me. No. Because um, I just see it as like a joint, like a knee. Okay. I, I see it as a devil's burrito. Mint is a very pastelly color. Yeah, no one's eyes. No, it's okay, not. thank you. They were just like, she was like, uh, Needs was like, all right, I already used um, chocolate. Um, what else is candy? Mints? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, on their little not date, Todd gives Brooke the old, what's it like to be an orphan? Yeah. Um, and then she she says, oh, I'd have this ribbon that my mom tied around my little baby skull. And then she says it used to be bright red. Wasn't it always pink? It was always pink. It was like a faded pink ribbon. Not a faded red into pink ribbon. (sighs) Uh, so he says, the road's no place for you, Brooke, but she's pretty fucking tough. Mm. Like, the road, she's no wilting flower, if I will. Oh, God. Um. will. And then he says, you've got the cutest nose I've ever seen, but I bet you get that a lot. No one gets that at any time, unless maybe you're Michael Jackson. I Um, do. My auntie Lisa can't see me without saying that. Mm Mm-hmm. And she'll also be like, oh, you have... Boop, had to do it. <laughs> She's precious. Fuck. She tricks me every time. I'm 40. <laughs> uh, do you want more cherries, by the way? I mean... I can pause. We can pause. No, them. it's okay. Uh, don't want more cherries. I don't want to... I don't want to interrupt. I'm, we're in the flatbed. We're cresting. You don't need cherries for the flatbed? Pause. Okay, so we are here at the noses. So... Here they are. What are they doing? They're on the flatbed now. They've, they've done the fix. They're on the flatbed a-talking. What kind of flat... I don't understand what kind of flatbed that this is. Have you ever seen... It's like... Not a big boy, but like... I, I've seen... I've seen like a small flat bit, flatbread. Mmm. <laughs> I've seen them on the roads. Like a, like a person who does a lot of maybe yard work or hauling stuff. Instead of getting, like, a large pickup, we'll get a small flat flatbread. Okay. Um, mm. So let's count them down. Moaning kisses. Yep. A titty brush. Uh-huh. Unbuckling of coveralls. Ooh, sexy. Yeah. 
stiff, aching nipples. Oh, they are and so stiff. Referencing the most private place. Yep. And feeling his excitement. Oh, boners. Also, apparently, there's a hay bale on this, and he like late. Those aren't comfortable. Hay is pokey. I don't it know. Was it was on the hay bale, or was it? I thought like struck the view of the passing public at eight forty nine p.m. I don't know, but I thought that he like laid her on it like a pillow, or so. I don't. I don't so know. whatever. We hereby determine it's love at first sight. Yeah. And it's really convenient that Todd sometimes wishes he could just pack up and leave. Yep. Which, by the way, spoiler alert, does not happen. I thought was going to happen. I oh, thought like was, you thought he was going to leave. He was going to join up. He's really um, loyal to his dad. And that tracks, to, though. And needs to yeah. cook his dad some food or else his dad won't eat. I don't know. Diabetes. Well, yeah. He can't really get around. And who's getting him his booze? Is he be, like, I hate when my dad drinks, but I keep buying him the booze. Have you ever seen that 600-pound life show? Uh, no. I have not, but I've read. Like, you don't, you don't get to be 600 pounds and never leave your home if people don't bring you the calories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So enablers exist. Yeah, they sure do. Uh, Todd is not like Taylor, FYI. Um, he's a gentleman. They almost end up doing it. But then Brooke's like, we're going too fast. And he's like, you're right. You are, you are right. My queen. You, you, you know what? You're, my, right. you're right, my sport queen. He's like, I just, I've never felt this way. She's like, me neither. And he's like, hold on, give me a minute. I gotta like get swallow my, down this boner. I get, get my bone down. Yeah, I gotta chew back, chew it back. She gotta chew my comeback. Um, oh, wow, <laughs> wow, bubble cum. <laughs> Patent pending copyright bubble bubble cum. Salty. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Mm. Just the, a one. Umami. Just, just a really putting the ew in umami. <laughs> oh my god, we're brilliant. Yeah. Bubble cum. Put the ew in umami. Yeah. So, <laughs> Brooke. At some point in this mention selling the car, and like she's like, well, someone can fucking, but they don't give a shit. That's a great fucking idea. It is. That's a great fucking idea. And again, I thought it was going to be a segue, like, actually, let me ask Todd if he knows, like, the guy at the fucking junkyard. I'll take it for a couple hundred bucks. Probably would. Um, she goes back to the B&B, tells Raven she knows she's in love. Todd's different and promised to come visit, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Like, Because he's not Taylor. It's just, that's kind of a burn. <gasps> that is Isn't insensitive. That it's so insensitive. She's like, I know I just met this guy two hours oh, ago. Oh, by the way, remember when I lectured you about this one day ago? Yeah. Uh, I don't even have anybody to vouch. No one vouched for this guy. He is a stranger. Um, the danger is in her tingle pants. Oh, my God. Right? Anyways. Anyway. That was, yeah, that was a little. So, yeah, B&B, head out, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they, Miss Slater, Mrs. Slater, like, pat. Packs them a big lunch because That's she's right. she's been she's betwixt with butterfly betwixt bewitched. Yes, everyone loves Janet Fly. Um, they're on a super tight budget, but why not eat at another restaurant and then get some frozen custard? I later. blanked on this. I was like, oh. yeah, they, like, yo, they, actually, like, I did not actually. I, I actually wrote the Runaways change a tire. <laughs> Raven can feel in her bones that Gordon is behind them. If I can say that, um, <laughs> and then I said they're finally hitting up grocery stores. Yeah, but um. Yeah, they hit up a grocery store after eating at a restaurant and then decided that they needed to treat themselves so they got a fucking frozen custard later. They have like a hundred bucks left. The end. <sighs> and they're early in, we don't even know. But <laughs> um, they sleep in the car. No one steals them. That's great. Oh, 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 oh um, Crystal makes the case to go back and she's like, the cocaine will be under the rock. The one that you dumped, you dumped it out. Yeah, I was saying, but in the morning, Brooke and Crystal are okay. up first, and they have a talk. <laughs> Decide they'll probably have to turn themselves in, but they'll show the cops where the empty bag of blow is hidden under a rock. Uh, like, do you really know exactly where you've been? Like, 
Thank you. I, well, I guess they drew the route. She has a map. Yeah, she drew the route on the map. With a felt tip pen, maybe. Maybe. Also, how long have they been gone at this point? Five days? Who would know? No time. Brooke's like, let's give it one last honest go. Yep, like, we have to actually run out of money. Yeah. Hey, in front of right. the, In front of the others so that of, we can kind of all decide together fair. that we're going to go back. There's a weird old lady left behind at they the all-you-can-eat breakfast. Yeah, one ninety nine. All you can that's a fucking, oh, you can eat breakfast. That's dinner. a fucking deal. Well, they go in and like Crystal's like, oh, this is all pensioners. Like they have fixed incomes. What a British phrase. <laughs> um, so there's a weird old lady left behind at the oh, you can eat breakfast, and they give her a ride to the bus station. Or uh, uh, no, she. No, she was going to walk to the bus station, so they just gave her a ride yeah, home. Yeah. Um, also, Crystal uses the word an analogy wrong. I'm pretty sure because Raven's like. Hey, what about hitchhikers? And then Crystal says, there's hardly an analogy here. Which is true. There isn't an analogy there at all. Um, yeah. And then, like, what the old lady's son's name is, like, Thomas Kincaid. And I thought that was really funny. Thomas Kincaid James. But, like, was that, like, is Niederman a fanboy for Thomas Kincaid? I hope so. <laughs> you wrote down the thing that she says in her rambles. Yeah, her husband, the old lady's, Teresa's husband was, a um, like, a shoe salesman. Save more souls than a preacher, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he got offered, like, an office job, but he didn't want to because he wanted to be with the people. And he, he called talking with people pressing flesh. And that's disgusting. And uh, I don't know anyone. While I'm swallowing, you say that. Yeah, pressing well, flesh. That's what she said. Um, ain't it the truth? Yeah, everything she says at the end. Ain't it the truth? Ain't it, though? And then everyone's, like, chanting in and saying it. By the end of the ride. Oh, she's homeless and lives in a literal box. I can't. I couldn't handle that. You yeah, know, you I know, noticed the sad, know, the yeah. crying emoji. Well, because like she's like eyes. talking about like her nice house that she got with her husband and how like her children are like rich and take care best. of her and they t- call her every day. They don't because she's homeless and, and then she's like, phone. drop me off at this corner. It's whatever. And then they see her like crawl into a box. A li- crawl into in the rain. It's a wet box. Um, and then Chris was like, that's what that smell was. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they're like, she smells fucking weird. Um, Brooke has a secret put away heart. She does notate yep. it. Um, Crystal does a CPR on an RV, man. Yeah, there's a frantic woman on the side of the road. And they pull over. And her name's Caroline. And she's just like, ah, her husband, like, there's the exit back there. My husband, George, slumped over in an RV. And uh, her two little daughters, Denise and Sophie, are also there. They're like five and seven. Um, Crystal does a CPR. Hold on. She only does 15 compressions, by the way. That's what it was back in the day. Standard is 30. I know, but it was 15. Yeah. It was. I took my first first aid course in 2001. Oh. At the Heidi's house. Oh. Yeah. It was 15. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Brooke has to drive the RV to the hospital. It's like a very, kind of like when I think about it, it's like a very like, yeah, she careens them to the hospital is what it feels like. It's in a very exciting two mile trip. She almost takes out a compact car. Absolutely. Um, He survives due due to the CPR. It's the cardiac chain of command. Yep. That's also a slide in the first aid. The cardiac chain of command. Early CPR. Nice. It can, it can save lives. Yeah. The doctor's like. Where did you learn how to do that? And Crystal's like, health I fuck, class. I fucking Googled it. <laughs> and he's like, wow, good job paying attention to health class, kid. Um, there's a policeman. He's like, I'll take you back to your car. Yeah, they can't. They, Mrs. Forbes calls the, the cops because she's like, I can't drive this RV. How are we going to get? Apparently, you can't get a taxi to a fucking motel. 
But she's like, they can escort you back to your car. Great. And Thank the policeman's like, sure, yeah, like, get on in, kids. It was very, like, there's no... He's like, yeah, it's fine. There's, they sit in the back. It's cool. Like, you're not criminals, are you? <laughs> and it was, it was a, it was. I kind of like that reveal because you think it's gonna be another like by the skin of their teeth. Yeah. And he's like, so I do run plates, and I'm gonna guess none of you are Gordon. Yeah. It's like, which one's uh, Gordon? And they're like, <laughs> then it was like, cue the like Kirby enthusiasm music. <laughs> so. They, I wrote to myself, they should just fucking run as soon as they open the run. Where? I don't know. No. But he is nice. He is nice? He he was nice. He was just like, I know there's probably something going on. Let's get it sorted. And like, you saved a guy's life. Like, I don't think that you're like some delinquents, but a delinquent like, I kind of have to bring you to the thing here. Hey, your, your, your foster dad is but so worried. shockingly, the lady sheriff is a dick. She was, yeah. Uh, the CPS guy, Clarence Halt, Clarence Glass Halter Top. I couldn't. I was dead. Glass Halter Top. I made myself chuckle for many minutes when I wrote that. Um, also, that's the joke. Halter Top. They're in. A, they're in like a questioning. Yeah, Halter. Yes. It was really good. They. When I read your note, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> when they're in the interrogation room. Um, like Brooke was like, I've seen enough shows to know this was a one-way window. Nope. No, it's a two-way mirror. A one-way window? I mean, I guess that is, like, from the other side, but, like, it made it seem like it was not, I don't know, whatever. It made it seem like it was backwards, like they were the ones looking yep. out of the window. It, anyways. So, so, Clarence Glass Haltertop. Oh, we find out their surnames, finally. Yeah, I was not into, what? Br- Brooke Oaken? 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 Okay. UN. Mm-hmm. Crystal Perry, Janet Taylor, Raven Flores. We knew that one. I think we also knew Janet Taylor, maybe. But maybe. Def- definitely didn't know Crystal Perry. Steve Perry. Um, Steve Perry. They're going back home. They need to join together in a witchcraft. Yep. And then someone says, what is this witchcraft? I, I think know. it's Cl- uh, Clarence Glass Haltertop. Yep. Gordon schmoozes his way around the sheriff's office, but is fucking mm-hmm. dashboard punching mad. Oh, yeah. As soon as they're far enough away. He's like, I, he's he, like, well, I looked for my fucking stash. That's what he sounds like. That's uh, where's my fucking stash? And then Chris was like, uh, uh, we, she is ice fucking cold. She was like, I'll it. take you to it. We can go. Let's go right the fuck now and I'll take you to it. For some reason, I noted that Crystal is ice cold. Ice cold. Um, Gordon says he never wanted to be a foster parent. Yeah. Oh, no. One of the, so they go to get a motel oh. and he's like, what, you guys like, gotta stay with me? Which, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're a criminal. This is smart. You're correct. They would yeah. absolutely all yeah. run. But still, ugh. Yeah, he's gross. And he's like, one of you has to stay in my room. So, uh, that uh, old no nighty Brooke volunteers. Ugh. There's gross Gordon by the bedside talkings. Yeah, so she does a good threaten and then he backs off. Yeah. But then he ties her to his wrist with a rope so she can't go anywhere. Also, gross but smart. Uh-huh. Also, how long was this rope? Like, they're in two different beds. Six feet apart. Six foot rope. Because she said that it was, like, enough slack for her to roll over, too. I don't know. He just, like, happens to have a rope for time. I mean, I guess he would. So right? she manages to untie the sailor's knot and takes the keys again. I'm wondering how it was easier for her to figure out how to get it off his wrist than her own. Yeah, that was something. Like she had to go creep over and look at his knot. Yeah, that was an interesting point that I just look glossed over. at the one that's on your wrist and probably and do figure yours. I don't. Because she was like running with like the rope on her. 
But she has to, like, delicately undo his. Yeah, I don't... Why? Oh, probably to use two hands. She can't use two hands. Oh! Okay, 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 great. And then they talk about, like, she was going to keep the... The, the rope as evidence. The rope as evidence that he tied it, but then she ends up tossing it anyway. I don't know. Um, so they're off again. They, she's like, you know what? Just gonna fucking steal the station wagon keys again. They Done. Pull it off into the night. So they don't know where they're gonna go. And then I wrote, I wrote, I know with kissy emojis because I thought they were gonna run to handsome Todd. Oh, I thought they were okay. gonna go back to handsome Todd. They did Wait. not. Nope. They just accidentally they end out, up super lost. They run out of gas on the moon. Yep, in the middle of the desert, and they talk about the moon. They just start walking. Yeah. And end up between some boulders now trying to sleep. Just to have a sleep in a boulder. A kindly Native American fellow arrives via horseback and says, you're on the Navajo reservation. Uh, he's a magic native, if I can say that. Yeah, he's a peace officer. Yeah. And uh, Crystal makes an extremely off-color joke to Raven about being scalped. Yes. Yeah, what the fuck? does make a scalping reference. I feel like Crystal wouldn't make yes, that reference. Yes, you wrote what the fuck, and I just wrote eesh. Like, what? So he's like, come to my home. It's just it's just me and my wife, mm-hmm. which I remembered. His wife, Anita, who eats mechanically with no real appetite. <laughs> Only Janet offers to do the dishes. Now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is so funny. Of course, when they arrive, there's an instant connection, mm. like with the family. And uh, we're given the devastating news that Tommy and Anita's three would now be five-year-old daughter, Annie, has passed away due to the tragic irony of her heart being too small. Icebergs crack, rivers flow, small ponies are given to new children, and everyone moves on. Yes. <laughs> so, they find a baby <laughs> picture, and I, for one, definitely remember the, uh, my wife and, just my wife and I. Yeah, and, and they're, they're like, like where's, where's your kid? fucking baby? I'm like, oh. And she's like, oh, it's dead. Uh, it's dead. So, Tommy, Tommy Peace Officer Tommy had to call the FBI and CPS, but I guess it's all okay. Mm-hmm. And I feel like their, their, whole, their whole orphan vibe was like being under the radar and he's like I called many federal agencies and they're like alright because they trust him I guess and they don't I think at this point too they've fucking given up they're like what are I guess we ended up on the moon so I yeah. guess we suck um, <laughs> I feel like this ending took forever and like wasn't even done yet because right, like, just... it was so many false endings yes so Janet brings Anita back to life she is a childlike, almost 17-year-old, but real, I wrote really is described like a child of seven. And what did you say regarding this? Um, oh, she is a her? Charlotte or Sylvia. Yeah, is Butterfly like Sylvia, Charlotte now, sort of situation? Did you watch the original run of uh, uh, Arrested Development? Yes. It, this is like a uh, Charlize Theron, Mr. Mr. F. F. This is a fucking Mr. F. Is she a Mr. F? <laughs> You're she's she's Charlize Theron. Mr. In, F. In yeah. In, because if you haven't seen it, the setup is that she's basically like a manic pixie dream girl, mm-hmm. and Michael is taken with her. But she is, as they say, a mentally retarded female, which we say now intellectually disabled. So that, and like her British accent like confuses yes him issue. into thinking that she's just being like kooky and. <laughs> yes, that she's precious. All these little these little sayings you got, you Brits. So Janet's a Mr. F. Yeah, she's a so. confusingly intellectual development. Yep, yep, yeah. I think it's so. Really yeah. the, it's the pony thing. Cause yeah. She's like my pony. I will brush him hair yep. and name him George. What the fuck is happening? Um, so <laughs> Raven and Co. Thinking like. Hey, brownish ethnicities are probably allowed to mix up being different yeah, nationalities, right? That's totally fine to try and look cute. 
for other people. She wears the buckskin. Yeah, she's like, try this on. And they're like, oh my god, you could pass. What? Uh, then page 326, another casual scalping joke. Uh, nope. Bad job, Niederman. Ew. Um, and then, like, Crystal's talking about how, like, she's like, oh, that sounds like coyotes. And she's like, I did a computer project on coyotes. And then I'm wondering, are Brooke and Crystal in love? That is a wonderful take, and I love it. I feel like they're very mom and dad. I feel like they are the brains of the operation. They're the brains of the operation. Uh, Janet is a Mr. F, and um, Raven is kind of, like, emotionally volatile, so she can't be the thinking brains. They are definitely the parents. I love it. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so Janet's radiant on her pony, I noted. There's a Mex- <laughs> the Mexican feast of fajitas reappears, a-, a-, a la Melody in California. I don't know, a traditional dinner of Taco Bell, page 325. Like, we had fajitas. Uh, fajitas. Um, I also question, did someone kill Gordon? Did you? I, did, I, it's just I that they're like, oh, Gordon's taken care of. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I think I think maybe, I, I was thinking. For the it was drugs? A, yeah, I was thinking it was alluding to like. A drug time. Like, they, they did find out about, I don't, I don't know, did so find out last, about the drugs I would say five, five to seven pages is all, like, you think it's just, it's going to be, that's going to be the last paragraph, and then more happens. Yeah, it, it got so dumb reading it. Like, Janet is a littler, fragiler baby than them, so she needs to get adopted or she'll die. Correct. Like, they, the le- rest of you girls are so tough and independent, let me just care, carry you to the epilogue. So, um, they have to go to Albuquerque tomorrow. Why does Brooke think that her birth mother's in California, by the way? She Do they ever say why? She says that for some reason she thought. She's like, from the little details, which uh, we, we are not even given. Know, yeah, like, know. she had some maybe suspicion, but she does talk about how, like, she knows that's crazy and it's a huge place, but, like, in her secret put-away heart, <sighs> she just hopes that they'll just run into each other. So um, the but, setup at, going to Albuquerque is for the CPS, and Janet sleeps curled around her Navajo necklace, but is super, she's, like, fucking super catatonic the next morning. <laughs> um, they have to join, but the joining doesn't work, and they're gonna fucking race to the hospital. She stopped her own heart, which, uh, for some reason, I misspelled as stooped her own heart, which is delightful. Stoop. Anita's kisses bring her back on the way to the hospital. It's like a literal kismet. <sighs> oh, your face is so disgusted. It's just... Surprising no one, Janet stays at the reservation. And here's my last note. I can't with this epilogue. Yeah, um, so... Hmm. Yeah, it's like, they, they know, like, of course Janet's gonna stay. And then Janet's all like, I'm gonna take care of the pony myself. <laughs> and, like, we all laughed and hugged her. And then, like, you future raven, why did I write that? So, basically, everyone's big dreams come true. Crystal's a doctor in, and Brooke's big dream of fucking Todd is, a. Uh, come true and Raven's a singer actress ish um she's kind of fanalicious a little bit not too bad because she's still our dear Raven um and now Janet's graduating college and apparently yeah butter okay all of a sudden they talk about what Crystal looks like again pages 339 to 340 like we just never get about anyone Crystal um, but then they apparently talked about... Oh, she was the fir- one of the first ten to get off the plane. Okay. <clears throat> Carrying her briefcase packed with her assignments. She really looked no different. Still as unconcerned about her hair. Wearing no makeup. Not even lipstick. Her glasses, thick as goggles. Um, and then the, you know that butterfly has a sweet little body? Out of nowhere. I thought was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, um... 
Butterfly came bursting out the front door when we drove up. She was only another three inches taller. Do you really grow three inches when you're 17? You do not. But her face had matured along with her now sweet little body. It's fucking disgusting. Gross. Ugh, God. Now she's super fuckable. Oh my God, right, 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 right. And then, like, uh, Raven is apparently wearing um, the Indian dress Anita's mother had made to... The graduation. To, yeah, just just appropriate, that's right, fine. On, on the Navajo reservation, probably. And uh, you now, butterflies a flower. Also, yuck, whatever, the end. Done. The Ugh. fucking end. Uh, I loved it. <laughs> I didn't, you know what? I didn't like it while I was reading it. I like it in retrospect. Yeah, it was, like, a little bit sillier. Um, I that, w- it was zany. zany. It was, it was, it was just like antic, antic. We're going to fill this up with the uh, road trip tropes of young gals getting into shenanigans. Yeah. Shenanigans are great. I just wish that there were like, she would throw in passages of time, like week two when we worked at the diner. Like, it, you need that. I, well, I do because things just don't happen that fast. I don't know. Because on their second day, they were able to like calculate how long it was going to take them to save up the money that... Sunshine had stolen. No, it doesn't. Crystal, you know that doesn't. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird. Crystal, you know that doesn't. So, um... I would say you could read Runaways and not read any of the other infuriating small boys. Yeah. Speaking of infuriating small boys, we began the Wildflower series, and it is a B.A.D. bad. Not like the young people say, bad means good, bad means bad. So, that's hard. Yeah, I... I can't read more than a couple. I, I'm barely. Yeah. I'm not even 20 pages in. Yeah. And I've had to put it down twice. Oh. Um, I told Katie I feel like it's someone ghostwriting as Niederman ghostwriting as V.C. Anders. Like, it is. So. The analogies are buck wild. <laughs> so we got two novella, novella groupings back to back. And then we're going to get back into a, a family series. So I'm, just, I'm wondering if, if it's just. Is Niederman kind of losing it, the thread? Because you know they're why we like them. They're they're predictable and tropey. Is he is he losing that as he goes, or is it just that like I got 150 pages, I need to cram it in because the space of the longer boys, it's just I don't know what it is about like you got a few more details. You get even a though it bit. might also still happen over one week. Even but. right, right, right. You, or like you know, you may get like more of a backstory to someone's mm-hmm. grandma who did a thing, and do you have bad blood and the winds of change? Changes. Yes, thank you. So that's that, and goodbye, and the end. Yeah, we're gonna go eat some motherfucking cheese. Oh, it's cheese time. It's time. Peace in your mom's crease. Thanks for listening to Visa's Pieces podcast. We hope you enjoyed it technical support provided by Boo and Matt. Thanks for answering all of my stupid questions. Music is Dust in My Attic by Broke MC used under a Creative Commons license. Email us at vcspiecespodcast at gmail.com with your thoughts or comments. You can also follow us on Instagram. We are at vcspiecespodcast. New episodes are released every other Friday to give you time to read along. In the meantime, manifest a mommy, daydream up a daddy, and for God's sake, I got too much dust in my attic, addicted to the magic, the heroes in the static, too many soldiers in the attic.